like it is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. Um, I'm not licensed by the state of California, but I have my three PhDs and I have everything from the kingdom of God, my apostleship, which comes from there, and my earthly uh, degrees here on earth. And uh, one of the reasons that he has me or did not allow me, you know, see, let me show you where obedience is. And remember, we started talking last week <clears throat> about uh, the relationship with self, others, and money. And this is what the title, this is part two. Um, and the, the title will go up in a minute. And so you'll be able to see that. But here's one of the things. If I had not allowed the feelings and the emotions to be challenged, I would not be able to do what it is that I have to do in the earth. When I uh, was going through finishing up my first doctorate, I wanted to be to go through all these things and to be affiliated with certain organizations and all. And the Lord told me no. And I didn't know that now I wouldn't have agreed with what it is that many of these places that I wanted to be affiliated with, that I wanted to be connected with, that we have totally different understandings of what it is that we're to do and how we're to do it. So he saw before, and then what he saw, he let me know. And so this is the way that I operate. And since I operate from heaven to earth, not from earth to heaven, then all of the information and all of the ways, the tools that I give other people, these are the things that are able to work because they're a kingdom concept. It's not a man-made concept. I don't utilize a lot of the things that people use in Christendom in order to get wealth. I don't utilize the way that they do things. Some of the things are great. And I, uh, those are things that are natural and you, uh, you go through the word of God. I don't, you know, it's like overspending and, and doing all of that kind of stuff, but that's not the thing that's going to bring you wealth. That's the thing that's going to bring discipline into your life. So, Last week, if you didn't see last week's program, uh, go back and take a look at it. We're going to talk about thinking, feeling, and your physical well-being. Listen to this. How you think will affect every part of your body. It affects your eyes. It affects your hearing. It affects your, your, your circulation. It affects your heart. It affects everything. Our, emotion, our emotions are so closely re related to what we think and the way that we think. Certain ways of thinking uh, uh, are going to produce either uh, the effects that we want, health. A merry heart does good like a medicine. A merry heart will heal. A merry heart, oh, but a sick heart, it dries up the bones. What is God saying there? A sick heart, my gosh, it dries you up. And so that you don't, even the fluids in your body are not able to operate in the manner that they should. Negative things, negative thoughts. And I'm talking about the way that you think about yourself. That's why the first part of this was your relationship to self, okay? 
uh, uh, ruminating or thinking about or going through the past failures and, and painful memories. Okay, here it is. Your kid messes up. Your kid is in prison. Your child has messed up. Your child got pregnant. Your child did this. Your child did that. It ain't your fault. Okay? Your child, the Bible tells you this. I'm not talking about what man tells you, but my son once told me, this is important, so I'm going to go ahead and share it with you. He let me know once, you weren't a very good mother. And I looked at him and said, you weren't a very good son either. I was not going to take that on myself. My son and his failures, my daughters and their failures, my sons and their failures, my failures were not my mother or my father's uh, uh, fault. God says that the father has to pay this penalty for themselves. The children have to pay the penalties for themselves. He is not uh, uh, exacting from me what my kids do or don't do. That will make you sick. That will make you sick. I know a lot of times people think, well, it's my fault that they're this way. No, it is not. It is not your fault that they made those choices. It is not your fault. If that was the case, God must have been the worst father that could have ever been to Adam because Adam, who had the greatest father, he made his choice. God put on the inside of all of us the free will to think. And then when my son, I told my son that, he said, I didn't try to be a bad son. I said, but okay. I said, but your choices you made did. The choices you made turned, you know, helped you to do this. And so we were able to, because, listen to me, because I did not succumb to his manipulation and his, and, 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 and his, um, all of those things that he wanted to put his guilt on me, what happened was this, I was able to talk to him and we were able to discuss things and he opened it up so that he knew that his mother loved him enough not to take the responsibility off of him. God does us this way. So I was able to remove the negative thing to help him so that he could remove those things that were destructive to him. And, 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 and my failures, just like uh, uh, in the Bible, remember in, in the book of Matthew, I think it is, that where God told them, he says, you know, the things that these Pharisees and Sadducees and these people are saying, he says, uh, you need to do it because they're speaking right. He says, but don't do like they do. Do what they say because they're speaking truth, but don't do what they do. Okay, I'm not saying that's the way we need to raise our children or anything when I was in the world. That's what I did. You do as I say, not as I do, because I was doing so many rotten things. And see, all of my children, if that was the case, if how it was that I acted and what it was that I did, none of my kids would have had a chance. It had less chance than a snowball would in hell. They would have had no opportunity, no change, none of that. But one of the things that I got a hold of immediately in him is that my my choices were mine my mother didn't treat me the best i'm talking about emotions i'm talking about how you need to treat yourself okay my father died when i was very young i had a lot of things that a lot of people did to me 
physically, sexually, uh, uh, just all kinds of things in, in ways, you know, uh, 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 being beaten, oh, just a whole bunch of stuff that really don't matter. Um, it doesn't matter now. But how I thought about myself being mentally uh, 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 abused, being mentally that, God placed on the inside of us, each and every one of us, the opportunity for us to make the right choices. The thing that we need to do with ourselves and others is to recognize the fact that God's love uh, uh, surpasses everything. That God's love, because God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, he knew he knew what we were going to be. He knew where we were going to be. He knew what we were going to go through. So what I'm saying to us is this. Take our thoughts. Take all of these thoughts, these things that do not line up with what he has said to and about you and take them captive. Make them the prisoner so that you can be free. My God, my God, my God, think about that. In order for you to be free, they're going to have to be locked up and they're going to have to be cast away. Okay, the, uh, thinking uh, uh, naturally produces how we think. It produces either a positive or a negative effect. It's just like a battery. It has a positive side and a negative side, but in order for it to go. So I take those negative thoughts and I put them into the vein that they need to be. If it's correction that I need to take, if it's correction that I need to do, oh, I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for correction. I'm grateful for constructive correction in my life. Why is that? Because it's going to help me to get to where it is that I need to be so that I can treat me properly, then treat others properly so that I can be a part of God's of the team, of the corporate thing to handle his wealth, to be a distributor, to be able to really help other people. Okay. Um, as we start to think, as we ruminate, as they say, on past failures, painful memories, uh, feelings uh, uh, pressured by current events, finances, whatever it is that's going on with you, all of these stresses, you know, uh, uh, thinking and contemplating future disasters and failures, you know, look at everything that's going on in there. My God, gas is at this. This is going on. How are we going to make it? There's a food shortage. There's this, this, this pandemic, this endemic, this thing going on. Many people have had heart failures because they didn't know how to take these things and take them captive. They didn't know how to think about themselves. Here's one of the things that I do. I have to think about whatever it is that's going on in the earth. God sees me. He knew that these things would happen. And he has made provision. He has made a way of escape that takes my thought. I used to be one to get into the deepest depression. Oh my gosh, do I want to live? Do I want to not live? Do I, how is it that I want to do? Okay, you know, uh, uh, I can get into these things, but I found out stuff. I found out that when my thoughts go in that direction, I go ahead, I make the, uh, okay, something happened to me last week. I had this thing, this, this thought that was not going to allow me to go to sleep. And here it was, this thing was running on in my head. Okay, if you died right now, 
your daughter would not even miss you. This would happen. That would happen. The other thing would happen. And so what did I do? I got on the phone. I called her. She didn't answer. See, you see, you see what I'm talking about? She won't even answer your call. She knows it's you. Who else going to call her at 10 or 11 o'clock at night? She knows it's you. <clears throat> so what did I do? I'm not a texting person, but oh, honey, I know how to talk text. I texted her and asked her the question. She called me and asked me, mother, what is this about? I said, just, just, just answer the question. She answered the question. Now listen to this. When you ask someone a question about how they feel about you or how this is going with you, when they answer the question, you take it and you don't try to add anything to it. I could have added more of a negative thing. Oh, you're just saying that. You didn't even say that you would miss me. You say that we were doing this. You didn't say this. You didn't say this. You didn't say this. But no, what I did is I put that thought to rest. I put that thought down. What difference does it make if I'm dead anyway? But I'm not. But the whole thing of it is, is this. Uh, uh, it, it's, it's like, oh, or and the thoughts people have. Okay, what are they going to do with what are they going to do with my money when I die? What are they going to do with this? What are they going to do? Oh, I know what I'll do. I mean, we think of all of these different kinds of things, and people stay awake. I really believe that God allowed me to go through that. I don't remember the last time any of that kind of mess has hit me, so that I could bring these things to you. Yes, this is important. This is very important. I asked my producer, Joe Henry here. I asked him, I said, do I need to leave this and then go on with the other things? He says, no, because I don't think people really understand what it is that you're trying to say. And you just busted it open. And now you need to go deeper. So here's, here's what it is. Okay. Uh, you will not fail. There is no failure in God. If you realize that these disasters or these problems might come, and and uh, but you have to look at it, and you have to realize the more negative thoughts I think, the sicker I become. I open the door to the place that says I don't trust the one that created me, and I'm not worth anything. So see, you put a lesser worth uh, and value on yourself, and that has to cease. When that ceases, then what happens is you start to look at yourself and you start to see, you know, whatever areas, whatever falls I've made. He says, when I fall, that he would pick me up. So I thank you. I thank you that you picked me up. I thank you that that these these emotions, I thank you that they are some that I can control. My emotions are for me to control. Well, the way I think negative uh, uh, biological responses. What happens is my your heart starts to do. You get pains in your chest. You get pains in your stomach. You get diarrhea or you get constipated, whatever it is, or your skin starts to dry up. You start to dry up when you start to when you continue to worry. The negative is, uh, responses, uh, uh, the ne negative uh, responses. And, uh, they include uh, high blood pressure, low blood, uh, blood pressure, uh, stomach gases, gastric juices in the stomach uh, can lead to ulcers. I'll never have an ulcer. I am not about to worry about a thing. Uh, I, I don't you worry about a thing, sweet mama. That's my that's my song to myself. Uh, heart disease coronary uh, 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 artery uh, disease, hardening of the arteries, 
Uh, the lungs can be affected, uh, uh, resulting in asthma attacks and all of these things. Um, you know, it's because of the hypothalamus can be affected. I mean, my God, all of these things can deter, can turn, uh, the, it, which depresses the, the body's immune system. You want your immune system to operate properly. This is important. These All these symptoms, okay, are a class of health uh, problems. And, 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 and many of them are psychosomatic. They don't even affect you except the way that you think. Take every thought. It is so important. It is so important. The relationship that you have with yourself is important. You can't treat your husband, your wife, your children, anybody. You cannot treat them right and properly because you will be worried about them. If you're worried about yourself, you sure as heck will be worried about them. I do not worry about my children. It comes. I do not worry about them. It comes and it might try and hit me. But what I have to do is I have to cast it off. They're, gonna, they're fine. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And then what happens is things start to change. They won't be fine. If here it is, I'm going to be in the hospital. I'm going to be sick. They're going to have to take care of me because I did not get a, I, I did not get my mind. I did not get my thoughts in line with what it is that I truly am to think about myself. I want you to really write this down. I want you to write down. What do you think of yourself? How do you see you? See, I see me. I mean, I, 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 I look at me. I see me as funny. I, I mean, <clears throat> I have more laughs about myself and to myself than anybody else could, could ever. OK, because no matter what it is that I'm going through, I must be able to see myself as I am seen to see the privilege of being able to know that I am in Christ. I am in Christ, Christ in me. And then he is Jesus. He is in me. Christ is in me in the earth by the power of Holy Spirit. The fullness of the Godhead is in me in this earth. And I'm in him where he is, where we are, because where he is, I am also. That will help you to think differently about how valuable you are, how meaningful you are, how precious you are. If this does not get settled in you, you can you can make all the money and you can make all the money that you can make, but you will never walk in kingdom wealth, the kingdom of God's wealth. Why? Because the mind of the king must be operating in and through us for us to be able to handle what he wants handled in the earth. He's, that's why he said, let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Okay, here it is. He thought it not robbery to have God's mind. But he took on a lower, a, a, a lower walk. He walked in this earth like he was to walk in this earth. I have the mind of God. I got the mind of Christ. I got his mind, the same mind that was in Jesus. 
The same mind that was in Jesus is the same mind that's in me. Now I have to fight in order to, to walk in that mind, to believe it, that there is nothing impossible because I believe this. I know this. You have, you are more powerful. You are, 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 are more productive. You have all of these things going for you. And until you start to see yourself as a valuable commodity, a valuable citizen, a valuable person, you won't be up a creek without a paddle. And, and, and you're going to walk in this useless way and you're going to defeat, you, you're, you're, you're going to confuse your own destiny. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Uh, negative thoughts can produce this impact on your body. You're going to be sick. You're going to be diseased. You're going to be, you know, you're not going to be all of that. You don't want that. We don't want that for you. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts, your brain, your brain, your thoughts have so much to do with you. Uh, positive thoughts, positive ways of thinking. Last year in September, I was in the hospital and all I could do, one of the things that the Lord said to me, because I was losing, I mean, I, I, I was in, 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 in death's grip. If it had not have been for Apostle Eddie, uh, 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 Prophet um, Andrew, Apostle Cal, and um, um, oh my gosh, I, I, the other one, I, I'm thinking of his name. He's from Texas. Um, at any rate, if it had not been for those and my daughter who's in New York, uh, uh, Anna, and my and my other daughter, Lonzine and Crystal and all of these people, I wouldn't be here. But one of the things of it is, is this. I mean, they helped to get me to the hospital. But one thing that God told me, Josh Rubio, that's who it was. Um, uh, one of the things that God spoke to me before I was even... I, I could even think, he says, absent from the body, present with me. He says, you guys use that as a death scripture. He says, I want you to use that as a life scripture. Do you want to, do you want to die? No, no, I do not want to die. I was in such pain until I felt like it, but I said, no, Absent from the body. Now, I'm going to teach you this in these next seven minutes or whatever number of minutes we have. What he was saying to me was this. Your body, your emotions, and the things that people are going to say around you are going to try and get you to take the thought that you are dying, that you do not have a chance, that it is hopeless. But I want you to Pay no attention to that. I want you to ignore that. Okay, here it is. I'm going to be laying in the hospital. So I, I'm on this thing, on this gurney. I get there and they said, we're going to admit you. And I said, okay. They started going through these things and all I could say was, okay, okay. And then I didn't say anything because they were telling me this was going on and that was going on. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know about that. That was all I could say. I could not agree with that. I chose not to agree with that. Okay. But the thing, the thing of it was, is this, there was nothing that I could do about what it was that was going on. I couldn't get up out of my bed and I couldn't treat myself. Okay. I ended up, I had to trust that to stay absent from the body is to let it be known 
that to stay present with God, to stay in his presence, to stay where I was in heaven so that I didn't have to leave this earth and be in heaven. Uh, uh, now, you know, just die and be in heaven. I had to stay in that, that he would let me know when to say yes and when to say no. There were some questions that they asked me and I said, no, no, nothing else. No, 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 that don't sound right. No, no, no. And then there were some things that they said. I said, yeah. So mine was yes and no. That's biblical. Let your yeses be yes and your no be no. But if I hadn't stayed in him, if I had not have stayed in tune with him, and you see, why was the adversary trying to get rid of me? Because I am one that is here to help to usher in this wealth, the wealth of the kingdom into the corporate body, a part of this corporate thing, so that we can allow God to show us how he wants to establish his covenant in the earth. And because I have the, the uh, ability, the uh, uh, whatever it is that he has given me for the prosperity and the riches. And many of you, he has given that also to know how to do with what it is that he wants done. The adversary desired to take me out, but my ears were open to him. My ears were not open to my emotions. If I had been a person that allowed their emotions to handle their life, I would not be on this program with all this purple around me, all this royalty around me. I would be in heaven and it would be okay, but it wouldn't be okay because I have not finished. I have not finished doing what it is that I am to do. So I had to take my thoughts. I had to recognize that my feelings, my thoughts about things were as much as a, a, a bowel movement in the toilet that it had to be flushed. And whatever it was that these people were saying, whatever it was that they were trying to, to uh, 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 put in me, uh, to try and change my mind, to try and and, um, and and brainwash me with. I could not listen. I could not hear. I had to listen to what the king was saying. And that's why I'm here. I, he told me, you'll be, you came in on Friday the 13th. You're going to leave out of here on the 20th, but you will leave out walking or in their wheelchair so that you can walk. I told them that. On that Wednesday, when a when another person in our congregation, when Sharon had died that morning, so in my thoughts, here it was. Okay, Sharon's died, and 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 so now it's your time. She was even at home, and she died, and so now it's time for you. And I said, no, 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 no. And I had to fight through the tears. I had to fight these things. Why? Because I knew that my emotions had to come back in line with what it is that he said, because it could cause everything in me to shut down. It could cause my body to shut down, but I was not about to allow these, these thoughts, these thoughts that were not even mine. They were thoughts that, because he, he had already said what it is that he'd said. He says, you got a full life. You got a full thing. There's stuff I want you to do. There are things that I want you to accomplish. So what I'm saying to you is this, if negative thoughts can bring forth negative impacts on the body, it should not be surprising that positive thoughts, that God thoughts can bring on health. 
positive ways of allowing him god ways when i say positive i'm talking about god's thoughts coming in and through you and his thoughts are not always the way that we think it because i look at myself i feel young i, I well I, i'm not gonna try and dance like i did at that time and then end up on my back but at any at any rate my thoughts are important. My thoughts are going to take me one place or the other. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm submitting it to you that this is something that you can do. Your thoughts and how it is that you choose to think about yourself is all up to you. And it will affect how you think about other people and how you think about money. And on our next program, I'm going to talk about others, your thoughts about others, and then thoughts about money. And we're going to bring in the temperament. And so this is Apostle Baker, Jay Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, telling you that you think of yourself the way that you're supposed to, the way that God says about you, and watch your health increase. Again, this is Dr. Baker saying, Bye-bye. I'll see you next time on Still Telling It Like It Is. This is what I've been doing all of these years. So I'm still doing it. And angles stop. Bye-bye.